Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. The MCU could use a Kilgrave 2.0 as well. How do you bring them back? How do you bring them back into the MCU? I mean, we're gonna have Fantastic Four set in the 60s. Why not have a, another show this. set in the early 2000s? What if, he's, what, if, what if it's revealed that he was a twin and his name is Livgrave and he, he uses his powers for good? <laughs> everybody. I'm Zach Huddleston and joining me today, I'm thrilled to have Maude Garrett. Hi. Whoa. And Brandon Barracks. Oh, yay. Whoa. Yay. Uh, on today's show, some Kang news. Uh, remember him? He's in the multiverse saga, right? Uh, we have some updates on that. That's no moon. That's the next Star Wars show. And those actors, they're always trying to snag that next gig. So we're going to do our regular check-in on thirsty thespians. Uh, who out there is angling for some work? Uh, all of that and more on today's special headline show. Woo! Hit the graphic. There it is. Beautiful graph. Brief. Beautiful. We kept it tight today. It's yeah. a Monday. There's no time to waste. All right. First up, uh, we got a ton of news about release dates for several projects we've been anticipating. And this is great news for us here at New Rockstars and maybe for you as well. You can start planning what you're going to be watching and when. Um, this this is interesting news. You know, uh, maybe Maude has some thoughts about this I too. I do have thoughts. A new Game of Thrones uh, spinoff, A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight. Will premiere in 2025. What? Um, so that's exciting. Uh, so of course, what's the hedge night? We're all wondering. Yeah, what what's is the hedge on? night? So this is about I think a hundred years prior to the events of the Game of Thrones saga that we saw on television. Okay. Um, do you remember how you had Tyrion and Pod? Pod was like his uh, squire, and mm -hmm. like they had like a little adventure. I think it was around like season two. Yeah. It was like a little Pod, fun moment. Pod famously had a, a magical memory. Tripod. Right? <laughs> yeah, he was a tripod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pod the god. Try. Pod, Rick. Uh, it's a little bit like that. So you've got uh, the hedge knight and his squire, and they're on adventures. It's Duncan and the egg. Yeah. So that's uh, people who know about sort of mm. the books and stuff. That's what it's going to be focusing on. How it's going to be an entire series, not sure. Why this one's going ahead when several other pilots that have even been shot did right. not come to fruition, not sure. Yeah. Didn't, didn't S.J. Clarkson, who just did Madam Web, didn't she put together like a pilot for a... A Game of Thrones spinoff show, and that one didn't get picked up. There's a lot that. Yeah, lot. there were a few it, it, that. You didn't. know, Mod mentioning that Naomi Watts. Yep. Uh, one was shot completely, shot and finished, and then they described it didn't make the series. Was it a five million dollar production? I yeah, think it was something like that. that. Well, even House of the Dragon, they didn't originally. They weren't going to have that long six episode kind of lead up into it, right? Or not six episodes, but like three episodes in the past. Got it. They weren't going to They added that in later to be oh, like... Oh, it was so important to have that. Right, right. It really established Alicent and Rhaenyra's whole dynamic. Yeah. They weren't going to do that originally, and that was like added in later so, to be so, like, oh, we need to kind of explain why... Speaking of which, we, we still don't have an exact release date, but we know we're getting House of the Dragon season two this summer. Yes. We don't know the exact date, but we're getting it this summer. And so then this series, uh, The Hedge Knight, to follow next year... So, like, could we be in a world where we can expect a Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, some kind of George R. R. Martin product every year? See, that's fascinating, because I would have thought they would have utilized the hype of this show, which really put fantasy on the map, and then failed the landing so spectacularly that I guess it kind of, like, 
squandered the name a little bit. I don't know if they needed a breather from that. I would have if it were me. If they and had they, so many. And they got that breather, right? It took a couple years for them to get House of the Dragon out. I, I would have just been like, the next thing, haha, look over here now, if I were oh, in the game. Interesting. You know but I, mean? I think like House of the Dragon was really well received. Yeah. Right? And so I think people are pretty hyped about the second season for that. It'll oh, be interesting. I think it's also mod mentioning like yeah, this was was Dunkin' Egg. Was it a novella or? It's, I think it was. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a like shorter it's series, short. and so it could be interesting. This might not be an ongoing series. Yeah, I think just it could be just like a limited mini series, yeah. and have maybe a totally a very different tone. Right? We might not see a lot of dragons and giant, you know, thousand man battles or whatever in this kind of a series. No, right? it's like a wandering. Tr uh, the, honestly, what I'm picturing, where are my um, Knight's Tale fans? Mm. Yeah. Do you remember how they were like walking about and they discovered like Geoffrey Chaucer, I believe? it was and like added into this little click. Sure, sure. I picture it like that. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe a little bit more comedic, a little bit more, yeah, anecdotal. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also got, looking back to uh, the Game of Thrones and um, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff, the two showrunners of that show, they did an, uh, an interview, I think they're out there promoting Three Body Problem, their mm -hmm. upcoming Netflix um, Read the book. feature. Is it a feature? No, it's a series. I think it's a series. Series, um, but they they were kind of telling some tales about their Game of Thrones experience, including that they originally pitched HBO to have the final season be three movies that were theatrically released, and they got a hard no for that. And I love the quote HBO said: "It stands for home box office, not away box office," <laughs> which is also like nobody calls it away box office. <laughs> They're making it now, the home and away now. Yeah, like sports teams. Uh, but I mean, that, so that's interesting. And then they also said that at the time, HBO was owned by AT&T. Mm -hmm. It's now owned by Warner Discovery, right? But um, And at the time, some executives from AT&T pitched them on shooting the Game of Thrones show in vertical format so that it would play better on phones. No, absolutely not. It's disgusting. That, I've, that it's didn't get accepted. Form but. Short form content lives on phones. Right. Listen, this was the Quibi buzz. We and were as someone that Quibi had a show on Quibi, mm -hmm. uh, you could watch it vertically. And, and it was perfect. And both ways. And that both its, ways. That was its entire this, appeal. This little bait feels like maybe one dude at the meeting asked that question. Yes, one dummy executive threw that no out one there. Took it. No one took that seriously. Yeah. Except someone wanted to rat on him so bad and be like, this yeah. idiot, write his name. He thought that we could watch it on a phone. Well, it's also, it's, it's also Benioff and Weiss probably being like, if you're pissed at us for yeah, the final yeah. season, right. imagine how much worse it could have been. Yeah, and if uh, we wanted to do three movies and blah, blah, yeah, sure you did. Sure you did. Also, I don't know. I don't know that that would have been great. That's not better. I don't know what's better about Something that, that you love as a show. How would and it have been broken down? Like having seen, what is it, they had six or seven of the last season? Yes. And like it it sort of peaked and they told the end of the entire saga and then they continued it and just watched literally the whole thing go up in flames. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, think how that could be three successful movies. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm getting maybe all Maybe, over you again. know, the argument was that it felt rushed. Maybe it is when it should have been. The final season felt rushed. Right. Maybe they would have had more time, though. Usually in a, you can't do, like, four-hour movies, you know? It, it no, it doesn't just, give you more. And their budget was already huge. It's not yeah. like they would have gotten a bigger budget. You can't build up characters for six freaking seasons uh -oh. and then make their last 
character decisions not make any sense no, and not have unhinged. any right. character right. consistency. Right. Listen, she, she forgot about she forgot about all the It's 2019. Brand? 2019 mod has been relocated. She forgot about all the. So she's angry. Awake. Is this our true detective? She's awake. Yeah. She's awake. I guess I'll kill my lover, who's also my aunt, and I will also pay the punishment for it. But it must be done so this guy can be. No, it's shit. Hey, you know what? That's life. You know, life shit sometimes. It's That's great. This speaking is not of, life. Speaking of this things is not that life. This was the past. This was our history. The, speaking of True Detective Night Country, according to uh -oh. Collider, Star Wars The Acolyte is uh, going to be slated to start releasing on Disney Plus on June 5th. Whoa, that's soon. It is soon. We're excited about that. So, like, if uh, Mod can give us the quick synopsis, but. Sure. Um, the Acolyte, again, reminder that this is a mystery th thriller yep. set in the era of the High Republic. Um, we haven't, we've still not seen any trailers we've or anything got, like that. We've no, seen no diddly dick about this, and that is a concern of mine. So this is supposed to be a mystery thriller that's like looking at all the shadowy secrets and the emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. Now, so this is 100 years prior to The Phantom Menace. Yeah. This is when the order is a lot different because... What we've seen in the Skywalker saga is that Jedi have been eliminated and Sith have been sort of like under the radar the entire time. Um, in fact, they've been working in high positions of power, non-discreetly as well. Um, about a hundred years before that, though, there were just as many Sith as there were Jedi. So they were kind of rising at the same time. Um, what I think is interesting is why and how Jedi will defect. What is it about their teachings? What is it about you know needing to rebel from sort of the Jedi path that they turn to being in the Sith? Like, what are the lures of the dark side? I think that's what we're going to get in Acolyte. Um, what we know is that there's a lot of sort of no-name and very new actors that are headlining in this show. Mm -hmm. yes. So they're, I think they're investing in new talent, which yeah. I'm wondering is, let's go long haul. Yeah. Because we can get them fresh and green. We can sort of start molding their career path. Cheap. Well, it, it's also, I mean, we've seen possibly a new direction for Lucasfilm. We're getting a Mando and Grogu film, mm -hmm. right? Like, so maybe they look at these series as a way to potentially launch film franchises, right? I'm wondering if they're going to launch an era here. Hmm. So we're looking at the demise of the High Republic. I'm wondering if they're going to make um, characters that have been referenced and mentioned, like Darth Plagueis. So it was Palpatine, uh, a.k.a. Sidious, in the third of the prequels that allured Anakin to the dark side with this whole Darth Plagueis um, sort Darth of... Darth Plagueis the Wise. The legend where yes. he was able to cheat death. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was obsessed with being immortal and that's why it was um, what the Sith sort of, sort of coveted over. And I'm wondering if that's going to be an acolyte, yeah. if Pla Plagueis is actually going to be... In this, because the dates Probably. work for it. Definitely. Yeah. You don't think and it's been rumored? And he died because his uh, apprentice initiated right. the rule of two. Mm -hmm. So I think what we're going to see is a lot of people defecting over to the Sith side and then the Sith all killing each other. Ooh. Right. Like an Order 66, but for Sith kind of a thing, right? Yeah, because, yeah. you know, for the fight of power, like yeah. two power. You don't, yeah. you don't think Emperor Palpatine was Darth Plagueis? No. Nah. You don't think so? You think they were separate? I mean, he's gloating like it's something that he would have done. So you think, and he I technically think, cheated death. Right. I think it'll be revealed. The... I think my my whole theory was that like Emperor Palpatine was always whoever Plagueis. the top Sith dude was was always him. Like, he mean, was also, Darth Plagueis, and then Plagueis. claims Plagueis. I like to say 
Plagius. He was dark. He was dark. Plagius arism of. In the south, we call him Dark Plagius. I think that Dark Plagius, he killed his own, or he made it seem like Dark Plagius was killed by his apprentice. You think it was him? He cheated his own death, and then he became yes. the apprentice. I That's sick. He he's always been hiding and jumping around because even the rule of two we know is bullshit, right? Yeah. Because Palpatine was always being like, "Darth, you're my number one dude. Love no, ya." Well, also over here, here's ten other he kids. He did get him to kill Duke. <laughs> and now you're in charge of my ten bastard children. I, I think the thing I'm I'm really excited about the murder mystery aspect of right. this because I think like the Disney Plus Star Wars series have been best when they steer hard into a genre, right? Andor being like a uh, heist thriller. political thriller, like all those little episode arcs that are like very specific. Or I think Manda was the best when it was like a western, right? And and uh, and so I'm excited to see what a murder mystery in the Star Wars. Will we see Yoda? Like. You want to put bets on Yoda? I mean, he's they're gonna throw Yoda. Yaddle, Yaddle. They live. He was 900 when he passed. You don't think you think we'll see R2 getting sold to the Naboo? <laughs> is R2 just a chunk of ore? I think has the same voice. How long does Watto <laughs> live for? Will we see Watto? Hey, <laughs> you ever heard of pottery racing? I just invented it. I'm gonna make a lot of money. I wonder, what, I wonder what Tatooine's gonna be like. 100. Uh, it'll be a beautiful, uh, lush, Burdened green place. Yeah. Well, we know it was green at one point, right? It was covered in oceans or whatever. Didn't they talk about that on one of these fucking shows? I don't know. Is that Arrakis? Um, no, okay. no, it was Book, uh, Book of Boba Fett. Oh, Weren't the, uh, that sounds right. The Tuscan Raiders talking about there used to be oceans. Oh. And it's going to be, I don't know. Didn't say it was a, a CC? Don't go back to Tatooine, okay. please. Uh, uh, moving on to some other um, uh, release dates. We found out that the first three episodes of The Boys Season 4 will release on, on Prime on uh, June 13th. And then one episode of the season Ugh. releasing weekly after that. No, um, I like oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm just excited for this show. I'm, re I'm so ready for. What do you think's gonna happen in this season? I mean, there's always like a there's a villain of the season. Right. Can you remind where did season three end? Well, season three ends and leads into Gen V, which is like a big right. component, mm -hmm. and it follows. And we in, know some of the Gen V characters are gonna right. show up in this season. Right. 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 Season three was very much Homelander versus Starlight. Black Noir is mm -hmm. dead. Yeah. He was killed, but we see Black Noir in the trailer. Now, there's been some theories that that's maybe just a mannequin wearing the costume and oh. they're unveiling something. But after the end of Gen V... What? No, I was going to say, his identity has never been unveiled. He, no one knows who he is be in somebody the public, right? Well, and there was the theory that, um, uh, what's his name from Gen V, would take over. The guy that broke out of prison, uh, uh, oh. Luke's younger brother. Yep, yep. His name is Sam? Sam. Sam. I'm going to go with Sam. Uh, because Sam and uh, Mind Lady, <laughs> man, I'm forgetting what's it. Uh, this is how I recall things, I don't, by the Sam way. Sam and, and Mind Lady. The chick with the lips, lady, come on. The chick with the eyes and the hands. Eyes. Uh, uh, they, they were basically the heroes of Godolkin, right? After what went down at the school, oh, they were pulled out saying, these guys stopped everyone, even though they were the ones initiating it all. But Sam, in theory, could replace Black Noir, but they have different body types. I, I don't know, I don't know. But basically, the seven is three people right now. Yeah. It's Homelander, The Deep, and A-Train. Because uh, everyone else is dead or gone. Yeah. Uh, they because have, Maeve, Maeve has disappeared, right? Like she Maeve is, Maeve like yeah. faked her death. I think Vought thinks Maeve is dead, but we know Maeve is alive. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a Butcher has been using Compound V, or the, the 24 hour Compound as V. As has Jack Huey. As, yeah. as, as is Huey. Huey. Huey yeah. uh, but it's been rotting away his brain, right? So this might be the last season for the Butcher. This could be Homelander's last season. He now has his son. They've they've been red pilled, right? Uh, his son, uh, he, or 
sorry, Homelander blasted a dude's head on live TV. Yep. Nobody said anything. And he was like, oh, this is cool. We're all cool with this cool. So that's where they're at right now. Like, world's a mess. Uh, everything's interesting. Everything's if you haven't seen the show now, oh, yeah, spoiler alert. So sorry. And it's leading into Gen V, yeah. which I definitely uh, definitely recommend viewing. And there's a lot of Gen V content yeah. on this channel. Absolutely. But the boys is great. It's they. It's a lot of fun. They 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 do things on this and show. Every people season, die on this show, and it's great. Yes, and every season they find like. There's half a dozen set pieces. That are incredible. Like them flying into a whale or various <laughs> body parts exploding in hypergraphic ways or yeah. whatever, right? Like It's ick. Yeah. It, it's it, delicious. And, and like really fun, like very brutal fighting sequences. Yeah. There, there's a lot of fun. Uh, in other news, um, our next Jurassic Park director has been announced. Oh. Um, Gareth Edwards. I'm excited about this, actually. Yeah, I like this movie. Yeah. Most recently of uh, last year's film, The Creator. Um, and also Rogue One of Star Wars fame, uh, will be directing the Jurassic Park movie that's supposed to come out next year. July 2nd, 2025. We don't, no, no one's coming back. We know none of the original, like, they've, they've confirmed that, like, no Sam Neill, no Jeff Goldblum, no Laura Well, they did Dern. that with the last movie. Right, they were in Dominion, and they're like, that was that. And I wrapped that that's up. And also, we all have to watch that movie eventually. You know that, right? Dominion? Yeah. Oh, I watched it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Zach and I. Uh, the next, is, the next time like, I'm on a plane, it will... Jurassic yeah. World Dominion yeah. is like four small movies put together that take place in the Jurassic <laughs> franchise. And they're like, this one's a James Bond movie. This one's a love movie. It's very weird. It's very okay. weird. Uh, but yeah, we don't know if this is like a full reboot. We don't know. We assume it is, I guess. But it doesn't seem like none of those old actors are coming... Old, older actors are coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Pratt and... Uh, Bryce Dallas, Bryce Dallas Howard. Howard are not coming back as far as we know. Got it. So it could be a whole new restart. We were kind of talking about this. Uh, we were. We pitched our own Jurassic shows, yes, didn't we? Yes. Movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got another one. <laughs> but like, what are they, what do you think? They can't like redo the first movie again, right? That doesn't work. Why not? It's been 30 years. I guess. I mean, my Yeah, whole... but it's never dated. You know what I mean? Like it's still constantly yes. relevant and right. perfect. So you don't fix what's not broken, I don't think. It was like, it's so pure. And then like they've tried to encapsulate it. They want to keep the franchise going because of the strength of the first movie. Right. So you redo that, you're just shitting on it, right? Because like, yeah, if, if they just redo the first movie, the whole time you're going to be, well, I know what happens, right? Like yeah. the, it fails and blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's it, no fun. I, I think the thing that's exciting here oh, is um, Gareth Edwards uh, famously made the creator cheap and that movie looks great. I think it has some script issues. It's not like a perfect film by any means, but like, I think he made it for under $100 million. He made that for less money than Madam Web was made for. And it looks incredible, especially every shot has like a half-faced android or like these crazy cityscapes that, do, that look that was unreal. ILM, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm well, sure and, and like, he said that, you know, Technology's come so far mm -hmm. that if you're savvy, you could have a small crew and do all this, you know, you could do really elaborate stuff pretty yeah. cheap and pretty easy. So I'm interested to see with this big studio budget what he's able to do. And maybe he keeps that kind of thrifty mentality and he's able to tell a different kind of story in the Jurassic World sphere than some of these what other What if we don't see have. a single dinosaur in the movie? <laughs> It's a human story. What if the dinosaurs are breeding human DNA? Oh, Whoa. it's like a switch. It's like yes. But I or also like a, thought... a man wakes up in the morning and he sips his coffee and he takes a shower and he gets ready and he's gonna go to his job and he walks out the door and boop, he hits glass. 
and he looks through the glass, and on the other side are a bunch of dinosaurs watching him. There's a Pteranodon. <laughs> Amazing. And he's in a human zoo on Dinosaur Planet. That's the name of the movie, Jurassic Planet. Do you know what I think could be a realistic thing, though? We are talking about the first movie being so perfect. Mm -hmm. Where could they take it? Kids have grown up. Oh, like the Jeff Goldblum kids and the, those, uh, the, including the little boy from that is still an active actor. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody and, right? That's right. In the Pacific. They grow yeah. up. It's their adult story uh, of revisiting childhood trauma of <laughs> Again, no dinosaurs in the movie. <laughs> it's my bad parents. It's mostly therapy and flashbacks <laughs> and uh, yeah, medication. I can't go into yeah. kitchens. They're like, so Mom, why can't I go on this field trip? You can't leave my site. <laughs> <laughs> what am I dying so Mom, I just want to have a treehouse in the back. I don't like that my trees! Mom, I'm, I'm riding home with Greg. He drives a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> he left us! He left us! But that's not what I'm gonna do. <laughs> eat the jello. I try! Eat the jello. Do the neck. Get, get the neck. Is that it? I'd be uh, traumatized yeah. ever, um, like, use a toilet. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah, yeah. Right they saw the lawyer, right? Well, he's not. Anytime he's they get dead, yelled at, they freeze. Trauma. Yeah, but they saw him, right? Weren't they there? Yeah, they saw him. Yeah, they saw One was him. under a car, I think, at that stage. Oh, that's true. I'm gonna yeah. be watching. Ian Malcolm was near there. He got freeze. Ian freeze. <laughs> so bad. I want to watch that again immediately. Uh, but my whole thing with this movie is the first Jurassic Park '94, right? It worked so well because it was like incredible to see on the big screen. That was part of it, right? Yeah. The dinosaurs looked really good. Into our our untrained eyes in the '90s, we thought it was real or whatever. Like it just looked great, and I don't think any of the Jurassic World movies ever captured that spectacle in a really good way. <laughs> it never looked like incredible. It was so much CG. They should have imported the, the dinosaurs top. and just used the real dinosaurs. Use real dinosaurs. Go to Area 51. Get the dinosaurs. <laughs> but I think the big challenge with this movie is to find that again. Like. James, if James, if they were like James Cameron is making the next Jurassic Park movie, I would be all in. I don't know. I feel it would pretty look good about, I feel good when you go and see those Avatar movies at the theater with the glasses, it looks good. It looks great. Can we get Kate Winslet doing mocap for yeah. uh, T Rex. Yeah, that's what I say. Get, get her in there. Make her pull a Zemeckis. Have her be every character in the movie. Okay. Yes, this is all good stuff. I'm excited. Kate Winslet about it can now. do it. Put her in the water again. Kate Winslet can do anything. All, all water. She'd be that one dinosaur that eats the sharks. Call it. You could call it Mayor of Beast Town. <laughs> I like that one. Okay, um, uh, on that note, before we move on, uh, we wanted to thank our sponsor this week on The Break Room, uh, Blue Chew. BlueChew.com is an online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost that you can take away at any time to get that extra confidence in bed. Signing up is super easy to do and all done online. You can go to bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days, shipped directly to your door. No need to go to a pharmacy or a doctor's office, any of that stuff. If you're skeptical or you don't think you need it, try it free for a month and see. Bluechew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our audience. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code BREAKROOM at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code BREAKROOM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. Thank you, Blue Chew, for sponsoring the show. Okay. And, of course, we want to shout out our friends. Um, some of the colors are blue, but... <laughs> 
All of them are fun to Yankee. chew. We're yeah. talking about Jelly Bean Planet right here. Um, Mar March is Easter month. And my birthday month. Oh, hey, um, and you know, right after e Easter and Valentine's Day, Maud's birthday is one of the main jelly bean holidays it is yeah. celebrated in North America. I've eaten enough jelly beans in my lifetime to warrant that being a holiday. You all right? <laughs> If you go, if if maybe you already have your Easter plans, but if if they're still working on them and you've got plenty of time, head to Amazon.com or click the link in this video's description and search there for Jelly Bean Planet. They've got a bunch of different sizes and containers. I'm holding one of their 42.5 ounce Boom. big old nice jugs of jelly beans. Mod's got Ready? one of the Papa Beans. It's Ooh. purple. Ooh. <laughs> Um, they, I'm learning my colors. This is very <laughs> helpful. Thank you. I was looking at this green. I was like, Do you know what it? color it is? It's the same color as this purple. Oh, yeah, it's they're purple. they're all delicious. No no GMOs or, or bad stuff in these. A bunch of tasty flavors. Again, in all kinds of assortments and sizes. Fill up that Easter basket. Okay. Even if you don't have a, a, a child or, or somebody in your life that you're making an Easter basket for, make yourself one. Okay. Treat yourself. It's true. This Easter, he is risen. Uh, <laughs> the link in the description or find them on Amazon. Thank you again uh, to our friends at Jelly Bean Planet. Now let's pivot to my favorite feature of the Monday episode, the Mod Monday Minute. Yes. Yes. This is a little headline show where if we don't have enough of a story that warrants a discussion about it, we just shove it in. And I tell you quick headlines of the stuff that you may have missed over the weekend in nerd news. I would like 60 seconds on the <laughs> <laughs> I'm really worried about Mont. We let her have too many jelly beans. Oh, it's oh it's started. let's go! The new Harry Potter series being produced by Warner Brothers is slated for 2026 <laughs> and will air on the streaming platform of Max. Original creator J.K. Rowling is involved. I didn't know that. I, I think you she... have to involve her. Oh, okay. Vin Diesel announced on Instagram that Fast 11 is likely going to be the franchise's final installment. Anyone who has OCD where things have to end on an even number, I apologize. That's going <laughs> to suck for you. According to Vanity Fair, Barry Ke Cohen. Cohen? Keoghan? Keoghan? Keegan? Keegan! Will return. It's a Scottish name, I think. Oh, yes. Irish? 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 Irish. My bad. Hey, he's going to return as the Joker in Batman Part 2. Now, it's funny to say he'll return. He literally had six seconds of screen time. That's a return. Yeah, like, That's a, return. a corner of his face. They're yeah. going to do more than it's a blurry that, image. That, that longer clip. I have 10 seconds. Okay, I'm sorry. During an interview on the red carpet for the most recent premiere of June Part 2 in New York, Florence Pugh confirmed that she's already started shooting for Thunderbolts. That film is now scheduled for release May 5, 2025. Also speaking, I'm so. Good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Good job. Sorry, that's, sorry. That's, I talked. Mark Ruffalo can't do another Hulk because it's too expensive. Yes. Yeah. That's basically it. He was doing an interview and said that probably never get a standalone Hulk movie because it's so expensive to CGI the character. Yeah. He, he joked that he, he's priced himself out, which is crazy. You pointed this out. They 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 do lots of movies with mocap. Oh wait, the Planet of the Apes is literally all CGI. But they've characters. also they've already built the design. Like, Have you noticed? He looked though? great in the She-Hulk series because they were probably just taking the files over from the other computer. Yeah. But I mean, we had an Edward Norton Hulk. We had a right. um, Eric Banner Hulk, yeah. and since then, Hulk has never in the Marvel universe had his own standalone. He's been think, tacked on right. to Thor's storyline. He's been tacked on. Can you want to know? Story? You want to know why I think that is? Why? Because it's a bad story. <laughs> because it, it, your Hulk movie is either he has control of his powers and he's fighting something super strong, or he's lost control of his powers. And we Jekyll and, and they've Hyde done that in the Marvel. They've done movies. that twice already with like the Incredible Hulk 
And the Ang Lee Hulk is kind of, he's not in control of his powers. Incredible Hulk is about him learning to control his powers, but he doesn't control his powers. And like both Avengers 1 and 2 dealt with uncontrolled Hulk. You know, he almost kills Natalie and he almost kills uh, Tony Stark. Sounds it's like, that story's not funny. It is. So it is what, what is the story you tell with the Hulk? I, I, I will say this, and you know, I, I think um, Ruffalo is being sincere there. Though don't you think there's a world in which back at Marvel headquarters, they're like, ah, RDJ's done, Chris Evans mm -hmm. is done, mm -hmm. ScarJo's done. Mm, we could do a Hulk thing, you know, as yeah. kind of a throwback to phase one and two. It's out there. You could do Planet Hulk. You could do some, or just run it back and do a similar storyline to what you're talking about. But like, it's their opportunity to get one of the marquee Avengers headlining a film. Yeah. I mean, maybe not, or maybe maybe he's also best. He's, he's the Kramer of uh, the Avengers. You know what I mean? He's best as a sidekick in somebody else's property. Yeah, I think he does work well as like, yeah, a pair. It's fun to see him paired up with other other characters. I think he peaked in Ragnarok, personally. Like the character of the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, because now they have like Smart Hulk, right? Where he's like, oh, I've learned to be both. I can talk normally as Hulk. But we got that in She-Hulk, where yeah. he's also a yeah, yeah. And so it's like, yeah, what do you do with it? He either loses his power or like he's leveled it up to the point where it's it's good. I mean, if he was a god, he would have gotten a trilogy. Right. But he's not. Yeah, I think you could do like the Planet Hulk story, right? Which they've always, or World War Hulk, which they kind of get around that. They're always like, oh, they're going to make that movie where it's about him going to a planet where it's like other strong people and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I do like the idea of like what they've done in the comics where Hulk's just pissed at everyone because they're like, listen, buddy, we had to get rid of you because you're a menace. You're and a liability. Like, oh, you tried to kill me. I'm going to kill all of you now. Like that, that Hulk I kind of like, but they're not going to do that with Mark Ruffalo. They're, gonna, they're not going to turn the Hulk sweet. bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know what you're Edward Norton, believable. Mark Ruffalo? No. No. I say, nice I say you do like an indie Hulk movie. Like take one of Ruffalo's other projects that he wants to do and make it be about the Hulk. <laughs> Like, oh, they're putting too much poison into the water around here. <laughs> oh, they had to crack some skulls. Is Stallone in this movie? <laughs> no, I, that's kind of what he sounds like. That's <laughs> good. That was good. He, he has a, Ruffalo's a great actor. He, there's a little bit of a mush mouth. Well, now that he does smart Hulk, when he, like Ragnarok Hulk is a little bit of a, hey, you don't touch my stuff when you come in my room. <laughs> hey, pretty lady, gonna fight with me, huh? <laughs> what are the odds? Now, we've, uh, in the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer, mm. people have kind of identified what looks like to be Hulk's bed from Ragnarok. Okay, yeah, yeah. On Sakaar. Um, what are the odds that Ruffalo's Hulk shows up in Deadpool and Wolverine? He is a little bit of a side piece, isn't he? Like, he's been passed around, yeah. never the headline act. And, and Revo seems happy to show up in little cameo yeah. roles, right? He's hey, I got $4 million for being in for 30 seconds. God. Give him an Oscar, folks. Who, who's Is this Monkey Ruffalo over here? Hey, uh, my wife Flower is going to get me out of this problem. <laughs> Her it's name's like Flower. Sun, sunshine? Maybe Sunshine. Four different people. Mark Ruffalo's wife's name is like Sunshine or... Oh. We got a fact check? Or something like that. Wow. It's probably just um, uh, Diving into the rumor mill for just a moment. Uh, Blade, the Mahershala Ali film, is uh, rumored to have a significant role, uh, or not, not Blade the film, Blade the character, uh, in Marvel's upcoming Zombies animated project. Uh, and apparently Mahershala Ali will be voicing the character in that. And Scoopers have also shared that Blade is... Uh, well on its way with rewrites, the film, uh. and Mahershala Ali is reportedly happy with the new direction of the film. Again, right. reminder, that movie was supposed to come out last year. 
it has not begun it. filming yet for it's a 2025 it release. Hasn't started yet? No, uh, no. Uh, oh lord. I bet too. Like whatever his role in Marvel Zombies was was much longer, and they're like, hey, we have to cut all this out because this was all based on a movie you didn't make. Oh, so uh, maybe. And he got some of this. Well, but if, if Marvel Zombies is set in an alternate multiverse kind of story, I, um, I think it's just sad that like this is taking so long I and know. it's such a mess. Give us some blade. Yes. Though uh, no, again, I'm always of both minds on these things. On the one hand, it feels like yeah, you guys should be knocking this out. This is like a a fun concept. You know, should be an, an easy formula to nail. But also, hey, take your time and do it right. You know. No, I, I'm all for that too, but. Yeah, it's a, it, it's embarrassing that yeah. it's been such a clusterfuck in the news. You know, like yes, it's it's their, and public. it's their fault for being like, hey, here's the next four years. Kidding, uh, psych, psych, haha, no, <laughs> no. Uh, oh, you guys didn't like that last one we did. Uh oh, who's who's this? Mark you up? It's Mark up. Close personal friend of mine, Garrett Josh Berlin, <laughs> confirmed he uh, will not be appearing in the Deadpool and I called it. Yeah. Body language expert. Either as, as Thanos or Deadpool. You did the line test, right? You drew the, like the line. Oh, I know. It's, what a, thing, it's about. a thing. It's a thing. No, that's if a relationship's gonna last. Oh, is that what's how line's they for? stand? They draw. It's how people are standing and who has the most power, and they draw like a little line. It's like at the moment, you two look real cozy, and I look like I'd rather be else. If you're like Check standing straight, you out. have the power. But if you're oh. leaning, you're giving power. Yeah. I don't know. These crazy, these crazy Gen Z kids. It explains it because all of my photos with exes, I've got them in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> That's assault, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. A salty attitude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been waiting for us to roll this graphic for so long. Uh, yeah, so roll that thirsty up. thespian graphic. There so it is. This doesn't even make has sense. It, hasn't anymore. been updated since early 2023. No. <laughs> Yay! No. Um, but we've we've got some thirsty thespian news. Not like Josh Brolin, who and and uh, Mark Ruffalo, who are both quenched. They say, no, I'm not appearing <laughs> in upcoming things. Uh, but actor David Krumholtz, who you'll recognize from a million things, including recently Oppenheimer. The, the one of my favorite roles of his, How to, 10 Things I Hate About You. Mm. 10 Things oh, I Hate About I You. Oh, I forgot he was in He's that. The, oh, how? That was like the birth of his being on the map. A prominent role in the Santa Claus franchise. Mm -hmm. I think, was he also in Newsies? He was in News. Yeah, as I'm a young man. As yes. He was a child actor. That he was in Adam's Family Values. Oh, he was. Oh, wow. He was uh, Wednesday's crush. Right. Oh, that's right. And uh, he has been iconically Jewish, I believe, in every role. Iconic. And that's And that's important for the yeah. story. Um, so he, he's been doing a lot of press around his Oppenheimer um, role, and he mentioned that he campaigned aggressively to play Thing in this. the Fantastic Four film. And now that's why it's important, because it was Hector Navarro on this panel who said, if we get a Thing, he has to be Jewish, mm -hmm. because it is such a very precise and well and there's so the few like of the character openly jewish yeah That's uh, it. the irony Heroes. of most most iconic superhero characters were created by jewish men and yet so few mm -hmm. of them are in canon jews um and i believe even moss Bacharach confirmed you i believe so i don't think I don't they would have i don't want to i don't want to speak on it but uh, i don't think they would have done it if I, I think they were looking for a Jewish actor. To okay, play the role. maybe maybe of descent. Maybe his mother was Jewish. We don't know. Uh, there's no way for us to find out. Uh, at the but Baptist, I kind of love that for him, by the way, because he was never going to be thing. He was never going to be the big burly. I like thing. I like him going for it, especially if like, I do too. Hey, you're going to be 99% CGI. Like I could do a voice. Why not? It's fine. And, and and I'll act the hell out of it and whatever. You could have. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think he was in Newsies. <gasps> oh, was he not? Okay. He was like the only child actor to not be in that, that yeah. movie. Christian Bale, of course, uh, prominently. Um, prominently. At the, at the BAFTAs, uh, David Tennant, a uh, talented actor with quite the resume, uh, told reporters he wants to return as Kilgrave in the MCU. Oh, the MCU could use a Kilgrave 2.0 as well. How do you bring him back? Do you pull like a comic books like, I've told you dead. this. I've told you this so many times. The reason why it is nerds is because no one ever really dies, and that is the fundamental law of comic books. They're never gonna die. Right. Because they're written by nerds. Yeah, so but nerds how do you do it in like a, how do you bring them back into the MCU? Could you do a flashback? Or or, yeah. or maybe they, I mean, we're gonna have Fantastic Four set in the 60s, why not have a, another show set this. in the early 2000s? What if, he's, what, if, what if it's revealed that he was a twin and his name is Livgrave? <laughs> And he, he uses his powers for good. How long did you spend thinking on that before you <laughs> Not long it? enough, oh. clearly. <laughs> I didn't no, have time to work. It's the opposite of a grave. Uh, live womb, kill grave. Oh, okay. See, that's 10 guys better immediately. Okay, well, he's, all, he's standing on my shoulders. <laughs> that's right. That's true. That's I did 90% of the heavy and lifting. Watch, and watch him take full credit. He will. Absolutely. That's how will. that goes. Absolutely. Absolutely um, will. Your back is going to be sore for a while. <laughs> Speaking of talented actors, Coleman Domingo, currently Academy Award nominated for uh, his role in the film Rustin, is out there doing some press around that, and uh, he's been rumored to be a replacement for Kang. Uh, he did some press and he had this to say, my team has had conversations with Marvel about some aspect of the MCU for years. I would welcome a conversation around it. Uh, there's hearsay, there's conversations, but I'm not sure because I feel like nothing comes to me until there's something real. But I'd be down with it. Can I read between the lines? Yes. He he read for the role. Like before or recently? I, oh, like when they picked Jonathan Majors. Yep, he yeah. read for the role. He missed out. And then they're going to come back and be like, hey. So hey. Do you want to... We said no. We're going to say we yes We accidentally now. had the headshots stacked wrong. <laughs> ironically. Do you believe it? And we felt bad because we already called him. And we said, you could do it. And we didn't want to take <laughs> it back. Um, yeah, that's why I reckon this is happening behind the scenes. Very interesting. This is all very strange because, yeah, what are they going to do? What are they well, going to do? Well, in, in like in the, the broad spectrum of things they could do, they could just peace out on King entirely and we'd right. never see him again or don't necessarily hear from him. They could recast him. I mean, there's so many options. They could also just take some time off. And by the time this Avengers five and six roll around, right? Like maybe he sneaks yeah. back in there. Maybe Malekith comes back and was like, I was actually king the whole time. Oh. Me, evil dark elf, elf Malekith that you forgot from Thor the Dark World. I'm back, baby. Speaking of uh, actors who've played Doctor Who. Yeah. David Tennant. Eccleston, right? Christopher Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston. Um, Destin, he was the doctor. Uh, I think that concludes oh, our uh, Thirsty Thespians segment. Um, okay. And both Cut of them. Cut it off. The, those uh, again, credit. You know the origin. If if you're a recent uh, watcher of the break room and you haven't been around for a while, we started that because um, there are already always so many news items where actors were clearly advocating either to be cast in something mm -hmm. or to have their character brought back in yeah, future yeah. Uh, franchise installments. Um, and so we coined Thirsty Thespians uh, for that. And so look, the hustle culture is real, no right. matter where you're sitting at the table. Yeah. Yes. And if you think, if you think you missed out actor in the MCU, ghost is coming back. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Abomination. Bang. Um, in a big way. Many uh, times. Taskmaster. Taskmaster coming Taskmaster. back. Uh, Justin Hammer going to come back folks. That's right. If you're an MCU actor out of work, 
Keep pushing. 20, you can get it back. 2025 is a hell of a year for MCU also rands. Yeah. Because between Thunderbolts and Brave New World, yeah. I mean, if you're not coming back in one of those two movies, fire your agent. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Exactly. Get that Marvel moolah. Yeah. Loki established that your variant might not even look like the actor who originally <laughs> played them. Come on. Anyone could be anyone in the MCU. Um, speaking of someone who is someone, oh, okay. Destin Daniel Cretton, uh, director of Shang-Chi, among other things, um, has his next project lined up, uh, and it's not Marvel, this is, um, he's gonna be directing a live action adaptation of the Naruto oh, um, manga uh, from but, Lionsgate. Oh, I do have, so the Naruto run is something that's, you know. Your arms back. Yeah, how do you do that live action? I mean, I will say a lot of. I will say my twenty-year-old or twenty-month-old daughter does it through our living room all the time, and she doesn't even know what Naruto is. I think it's just like a natural reflex. You assume she doesn't know what. That's right. She's been watching it. I got her a Crunchyroll subscription. Yeah, and and I think like the second any anime or manga adaptation gets announced, it sparks a lot of conversation online, with a lot of it being negative. Right? People are very scared. Shut the bed a couple of times. Bebop. Not great. Uh, One Piece, they did well, but with um, Avatar, it's not an anime by any stretch, but it is an animated show that was brought to life. It's you, it's it's a, not an easy thing to do. Yes, it's tough. What is the best cartoon animated adaptation into real life that has worked the best? Uh, Dora the Explorer, <laughs> the movie they City made. City of Gold. Is yeah. that what you do? You have to be silly about it. You do it like realistically. And what are some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That's right. That might be a good example. Those that might be your best. Example. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't. Again, mixed feelings. But all of the Disney musical out of the Beauty and the Beast. They're all. The, awful. <laughs> they're not great. I don't think they've worked. I don't think they've worked well at all. Throw in the chat. What do you think is the best? Cinderella's been good. Animation. That, that was good action. because they they expanded on the right things in that movie, mm-hmm. uh, and and Kate they developed Blanchett the characters better. Yeah, and Kate Blanchett was in it. Daisy Jones? No, uh, Lily. What? Lily. Lily. Macbeth. No. Thompson. Lily. Hamlet. James. James. Lily oh. James. Lily James. Um, and speaking of <laughs> Destin Daniel Craig, we're doing great, Mom. Um, uh, Simu Liu. Uh, Really the all-time all-star of Thirsty Thespians. Homeboy shot a shot for Shang-Chi got it, and got, he got it, it, okay? Um, he has confirmed that Shang-Chi is, is happening, saying Destin is uh, such a special filmmaker, and we're very happy to have him on the sequel. So he'll be working on that, and we're really excited to see what he comes up with. I think he's going to do a brilliant job. Now, this film has not been slated, so... Probably, now, we could hear something at D23 or San Diego Comic-Con this year, but like this is probably a 2027? This is probably an after Avengers 6 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, after 6, you don't think it'll come in between? I think this will be after Avengers uh, Secret Wars. So he's going to be how old now? Too old. (laughs) Not too old, but it'll be like 10 no. That's 2021 was when Shang-Chi came out? Yes. I think Marvel just needs to keep consolidating. You need to have your ensembles, your team-ups, and it's like, you try and fit as many into that as possible, almost, because you've done all the origin stories, mm-hmm. I feel like. Well, it is tough, because if, if you're like, you keep introducing new characters, and it's like, we want to do their sequels, but uh, we got other... That's my, my theory is like, they have a plan for... I All the moving around and rewriting they're doing, I don't think Secret Wars has, cha- has changed that much from whatever they're... This is how the movie starts. This is how the movie ends plan. And I bet Shang-Chi is a piece of that. I'm sure they see Shang-Chi as like an Avenger 
right now yes. that needs to be in well, Avengers 5 and Avengers 6. And they're like, we don't have time to squeeze in your story, which will probably involve your sister and, and the Ten Rings and her leading that organization. Maybe involves Talo again. I don't know. They probably just feel like we can't deviate from the path. You're going to be involved in the next two Avengers movies. You're, we're going to see you there, and then we'll get we'll pick your story back up afterwards. That's my feeling on how this whole thing is being handled. Because I agree that they should have rushed into Shang-Chi 2 yeah. immediately. I agree. Especially if you're like introducing this character, you have these kids that are like hype about this character, asking them to wait nearly 10 years till they see this character again. That's why it's like everyone needs to be in a few more side pieces. Shang-Chi... In Hulk. Right. Oh, yeah. Don't hate it. Uh, well, and it's also, you know, in a in a world where maybe they're doing a little less Disney Plus mm -hmm. and trying to get back to a little bit more theatrical releases, right? Maybe getting back to three, four MCU releases in theaters every year. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe they even could catch up. And I could be wrong and they could surprise us with a, hey, Shang-Chi 2 is coming out before uh, Secret Wars, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, director Patrick Harpin uh, recently shared some photos of a Batman animated project. Nice. They pitched to Warner Brothers based on the Beyond run. Uh, Warner Brothers ultimately didn't move forward with the project, uh, but they were really cool images, so we wanted to share them. Dashiell, can you put, pull those up? Oh, wow. God, can you imagine? He's slender. Oh, no. <laughs> He's an upside down triangle again there. He's got the shoulders. Whoa. Um, this, this story is so funny because it's like, <laughs> oh, they wouldn't take our movie, but look how pretty it is. I, Everyone I mean, demand that they make it. Wh what, what's the thirsty thespian equivalent for an animator? Um, <laughs> a talented person. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. But this is clearly this guy being like, yeah. this show would have been cool. They didn't make it, uh, but like hire us to do something else. I right? really, a I parched animator? I don't yeah. know. I or aggressive the, animator? I can't say the word, so piece it together, but it looks like a Batman, like, Noir. <laughs> noir. N O I R. Yeah. Noir. To it. Yes. So you're fine. Yeah. You're there's fine. a little cyberpunky. There's a little bit of Batman. Batman's cyberpunk series. makes sense, though. Yeah. He's got money. And tech, yeah. Tech. People to do shit for him. Mm -hmm. I want that. Is Batman Beyond is set in the future? A future yeah. timeline? Yeah, right. it's like an older Bruce Wayne, beaten down, broken, and he gives his like power suit to a younger gentleman yeah, whose name I forget right now. Uh, but this, this story isn't very funny because it's like, oh, they wouldn't take our project. Everyone look at it. Look how pretty it is. And it's like, Warner Brothers, at some point, Batman Beyond animated movie has been up on the whiteboard somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure and they're always considering be. it. Could and they can still do it whenever they want. I mean, want. maybe that's their next tax write-off. They're already planning now. <laughs> they're already planning to... <laughs> Uh, we got to do two of these a year. and not release the movie. Yeah, we got to do two of these a year. We got to create a film and then throw it in the garbage can. We're, um, we're still Acme versus Wild Coyote is off again. Officially right? been, yeah, they, it's gone, gone. It's they gone refused for good to sell now. it. Oh, they're doing a live action one. Huh? <laughs> are they doing a live action? No, there they was. A, they shot it. It was all Will shot. Forte, John Cena. They made a full. It was like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It was oh. live action mixed with animation. They made a full. It was a musical. Right, or it had musical elements? I'm sure it had like musical elements. Um, they right. made the entire film, scrapped it. There was but, then, but then they offered it up for sale. They got a bunch of offers. They were not what they wanted. And they were so, like, So, no. yeah, the latest news on this, and this is Back a tangent, off. but I think Netflix, so Netflix or somebody offered them 40 million to release it. Paramount the, offered them money too. Maybe that was it. Yeah. But um, the movie cost 60 million to make, and they were like, so we'll make more money by writing it off as a tax. Ridiculous. Uh, which is a shame for those filmmakers and everybody Imagine involved. It should belong to the people now. Just, I just feel so bad for the people that literally, like, it was their job and they yeah. poured their years of their life into, yeah. into it. Into their craft. And someone deemed meh. 
not only that, right? Like not only does nobody get to see your hard work, but like just professionally, you don't really have a credit no. now, right? Like you you used up two years of your your life, your professional life on something that nobody has seen or heard of and you can't really, you know, point to any And sign if it's of, animated yeah. all those late nights where they're asked to stay back and they weren't getting overtime and they had to tell their family, sorry, I can't make Mikey's birthday this year. <laughs> oh, oh, Mikey. Sorry, Mikey. Hey, Mikey, sorry, uh, old man couldn't be there. Had to make an invisible barrel crush as if something animated fell on it. <laughs> but the movie didn't come out, Mikey, I'm so sorry. Who is Who's this? Who is this? Mikey Ruffalo? <laughs> Mikey's dad. <laughs> I'm Mikey Dad! Mikey, I'm so sorry, Mr. Birthday! That's not giving animator. Dad, Dad, what happened between you and Mom? Uh, it was a fucking animated movie that never got released. I swear to God, your mother, she never would have left if she had gotten to go to the Acme versus Wiley Coyote premiere. She would have been so happy. Free popcorn she would have had. We would have oh. still been together. I'm so sorry. On the press tour for Dune 2, I'm moving this along. Yeah, uh, uh, is, is it hurt? <laughs> anyway, writer, director, Denny Villanueva, Villeneuve says that he's already begun writing Dune Messiah. I have a feeling that he has to do this movie. He he's has left to. it on. Well, and, and as soon as this film comes out, and. Can I talk about it? Because I've seen it. Yeah, please. Spoiler, spoiler free. But Denny does this very, very clever thing where he'll introduce a character mm -hmm. at the end of the movie, and because they're a very marketable young star, thrust them into the press tour where everyone's so excited to see them in that movie only to discover that their story's just begun right sure. at the end. It's smart. And it's it was Zendaya in part one as Charney, yeah. right? Yeah. And who's point. been on the press tour this time round? Uh, A.T.J.? No. Yeah. No? Florence Pugh? Oh. Oh, well, sure, too. Also, also, Anya Taylor-Joy was doing a little bit yeah, of press. She was at the London yeah, premiere, right? True. Don't we get but her I'm Florence Pugh I'm talking... I, I, I realize now I said A.T.J., which could be Aaron Taylor-Johnson, but I was thinking no. you know, Anya Taylor-Joy. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No, no, that's Anyways. okay. Um, the way that the formulaic approach that Denny has is that it's a marketable young actress. And the way that the second movie is done, you're like, what now? Right. And so he makes people want this real damn bad. Which, honestly, after that first movie, I don't know why he just didn't get a three-movie deal, personally. But well, these are the times. You know, well, we know, you know Warner Brothers is a yeah, you know studio the he's dealing with. Right now. Um, well, and the first movie came out in COVID times, right. the day release. So, like, it made a lot of money, but probably not as much as they would have loved. Denny seems like a nice, chill dude. During all of that, no one was going around being a maniac. He was like, I can't believe they, they did this to my Tenet, baby! Well, and, now it's back! And you can go see Tenet in theaters again now. And who, know, who knows what the under-the-table deal was well, there, but yeah. Please see this movie. Oh, yes. doing too? I yeah, am going. And on a big screen. Saturday. This is, like, I've, I've been able to review it. The embargo has lifted, and my review is, this movie is perfect. Yep. Eric, Eric Voss called perfect. it a masterpiece. Uh, echoed the same things in his. There's two not. hours and forty-five minutes of absolute bliss. The storytelling is amazing. He ups the action completely in this. The acting is brilliant. This movie is so good. Do, Dune is one. So good. Dune one was probably my favorite theatrical experience of the last yeah. five years, and so I'm so excited. There for are this shots one, yeah. in this movie where I was just like, I'm just like, excited for the lush tropical landscape. No, Brandon, I don't think you. Well, no, um, no, it's not a sandy desert planet. I'm, I'm looking forward to a lot of Giddy Prime time. 
You know what I'm saying? I just want to hear that voice, that weird weirding, the weirding, the weirding module. <laughs> I want to feel it in the seat. Mikey's dad. <laughs> He's a Ben and Jessery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I could not be at your birthday. I had to work on Acme versus Wally coordinating. I don't know why my weirding is Australian. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Wow. We gotta go down to the boom hole and have a bit of a billabong. <laughs> bogans. <That's> so offensive. <laughs> These Billy Bogans that come down to the billabong. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> I just want to hear the voice. Is there a box in this one? Do we, does anyone put their hand in any boxes? I don't want to spoil anything. I Is there a box? What's do they the put box? their hand in the box? And what's in the box? Yes. Uh, fear is the mind killer, yes. Brandon. Um, yes. Uh, we're, yes. we're about to wrap things up here. Thank you all for watching along on, on Twitch or on YouTube. Stick around though, if you haven't already seen it, producer Evan, who's not here today, um, has a little message he would love to share with you. So you have to stick around and watch till the end. Um, but, uh, I really see what you're doing by the way with him. The award season's coming out. And I see the timing of this. We're going to get him a Cleo, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's on par with Dune 2, the thing that Evan has done for the end of this episode. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you so much for watching. Follow Maude on all of her social platforms. Keep up with all her great work. Um, don't follow Brandon and I. Um, no, absolutely not. Find something better to do with your time. Just but get off the internet. Uh, oh, my Dune interviews are going up on Instagram on a TikTok if you want to check. Your Dune interviews? Yeah. My Dune two interviews. On, on your TikTok? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Where, what's and it? Instagram at Maud Garrett. At Maud Garrett. Maud Garrett. Uh, thank you so much for watching, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. I was just calling, are, are we streaming today? No, why, what's up? Uh, Tom Holland just tweeted that he has a special announcement happening today. Oh, that sounds pretty big. Man, do I have time to get my special lunch? Uh, maybe if you hurry. even got a foldable frame. Oh yeah, this bad boy goes 19 miles an hour. It's got a 35 mile range. The battery's got a six hour charge and it gets dark out. A little light automatically comes on the front to keep you safe. It's all great, but is it fast enough for me to get my special lunch? <sighs> yes, Evan, it's fast enough for you to get your special lunch. Oh yeah, this bad boy goes 19 miles an hour. It's got a 35 mile range. 
The battery's got a six hour charge and when it gets dark out, a little light automatically comes on the front to keep you safe. here uh, i ate my special lunch i think we're ready to go but um no one's at the studio yet oh my god so sorry no the announcement was a false alarm it turns out tom holland was just announcing that he adopted a dog and named it tom oh tom thanks for listening you can check out our break room live streams at break room nr on twitch at 3 p.m pacific and don't forget to subscribe on youtube you can find us at break room nr on instagram and x Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.